So, gaming community, what'd y'all do this week? Play a new game? Watch an esports competition? Oh no, you decided to short squeeze a hedge fund with an absurd amount of money on the line? Sick. Love to see it. I'm Mitch Reams, this is the Esports Minute from Esports Network. So a lot smarter people than me have explained the situation, but I'm going to give it a pretty shortened explanation, but please go look for better ones. Uh, and first of all, I'm not a financial advisor, I just like the stock. I think most people have seen the meme GameStop stock go absolutely nuclear in value, along with some other stocks that had big short positions taken out on them. A short position, put simply, is the ability to borrow a stock and sell it with the goal of buying the stock back later with the cost reduce and then returning the borrowed stock. It's effectively a bet on companies going out of business, or at least continuing to decline. That's why the names being thrown out today are companies on the decline, GameStop, AMC Theaters, Nokia, BlackBerry, etc. Some hedge funds went absolutely stupid with these short positions, sometimes taking out a larger position than actual stocks available. You know, classic Wall Street stuff. One such firm was Melvin Capital, who took out a massive short position primarily on GameStop. Then, Wall Street Bets, a Reddit community filled with people from a wide variety of backgrounds, each independently made the choice to invest in GameStop, orchestrating what's known as a short squeeze. From there, the stock price goes up, as firms like Melvin Capital have to cover their losses by buying more stock. And the end result is a staring contest of sorts, with both sides trying to outhold the other one. This is again, super oversimplified. Please go search out better explanations of what's going on than the one I'm giving right now. This has been happening over the course of the week, but yesterday, on Thursday, it became even more complicated, when Robinhood decided to freeze trading. Robinhood is an app that branded itself as a place to democratize trading, to bring in retail traders and allow everybody to get a little piece of the stock market. They even named themselves Robinhood after the famous character that stole from the rich to give back to the poor. Well, one of the big backers of Robinhood is Citadel, who's also a backer of Melvin Capital. And when push came to shove, Citadel forced Robinhood to hold trades. Now, Robinhood still claims, this is allegedly, allegedly, Robinhood still claims they did this because of the volatility and to protect their users, but it's pretty clear that the stocks all froze at a pretty suspicious time, to the point where even AOC and Ted Cruz, two completely opposite sides of the American political spectrum, both were calling out Robinhood and calling for investigations into it. So there's some shady stuff going on here. But what happened yesterday, with people unable to buy it, the price started dipping. Although not really back to earth, it didn't crater like one would expect pre this entire ordeal. As I write this, with markets closing on Friday afternoon, GameStop is right around $300 a share, AMC is around $13, and BlackBerry is $14. All of those numbers represent massive jumps from where the stock was a few weeks ago, but solid declines from peaks reached over the last week. Right now, we are in basically a three-way standoff with hedge funds, retail investors, and then the giant question mark of government regulations and trading platforms. If government regulators decide to step in, if trading platforms decide to shut down even more trades, that's going to have massive impacts on what happens here. We really don't know how this is going to play out, and anybody who says they do, take them with a grain of salt. I say that as someone who has some AMC, a little bit of GME, and some Dogecoin in his portfolio. But still, please be careful. Don't invest any money you aren't able to lose. 
Also, another word of caution, don't think this is entirely a David v. Goliath situation here. Wall Street is very smart, and there are a lot of firms not named Melvin Capital or Citadel. Some of those firms were already long on GameStop, and many others saw what was happening and took out big positions. So while this has often been framed as Wall Street versus Reddit, that's not entirely accurate. But for retail investors, there, this might actually be a bit of a silver lining because what it means is that the deck is not entirely stacked against you. Plenty of uber rich people have a lot to gain from this short squeeze as well. If it was all the money versus a bunch of people on Reddit, well, I think history tells us who's going to win that. But there's a lot of money on the GameStop side too. So who knows how this is going to play out. Uh, but it's important to recognize that all the billionaires who are tweeting out their support, I'm looking at you, Elon Musk and Mark Cuban, might not be doing that entirely for altruistic reasons. Just a heads up. Like I said, who the hell knows how it plays out, but what I do know is that I'm not a financial advisor and that we just like this stock. I've got more content for y'all over this weekend. Two great podcasts, actually. The first is on this topic. It is with Victor K.O. He's a partner and analyst at RSM, one of the leading accounting firms in the U.S. We were actually already scheduled for a show on Thursday prior to all the GameStops breaking out. So we spent the first 15 minutes talking GameStop, the stocks, what's going on here. Part of my explanation I pulled from was from that podcast, but you're better off letting Victor explain it to you because he's smarter than I am. Uh, and then the second half of that podcast is actually about the Roblox IPO and what the company gained by delaying that initial public offering. The company went from an $8 billion valuation, the early part of 2020 to $28 billion, $28 billion valuation off their last series H funding round, which just closed last month. So we talk about that rapidly growing valuation as well as discords, which went from 3.5 billion to 7 billion over six months and sort of where gaming stocks are at right now, where these IPOs are eventually leading, where valuations are going, all that kind of good stuff. And then our second show over the weekend is another really good one in my opinion. I talked with Mark Deppie, he's the program director of the University of California Irvine Esports. And UCI is arguably the leader when it comes to esports infrastructure in colleges across the US. They have a, one of the top competitive teams, they also have a really in-depth research department, they have an awesome arena. Uh, Pokimane once put $50,000 down in scholarships for players in their program. It's a really interesting, unique program, and Mark has been one of the leaders of college esports for uh, almost a decade now, actually, since the UCI program was created back in 2015, and he's been working in this space before that. So if you want his thoughts on college esports in general, there aren't many better sources out there. You can find that podcast on the College Esports Quick Take feed, and it will be published on the Esports Network podcast feed a ways in the future. But if you want it right now, if you want that instant gratification, it's on the College Esports Quick Take feed. So thank you all for listening. Have a great weekend, and remember to hold.